0: This episode of the Two Droids Podcast is proudly brought to you by Who Clothing.
1: Two droids, and no questions asked.
0: Hello and welcome to the Two Droids, no questions asked podcast, your one-stop shop for all the latest pop culture, movie, TV and comic book news. I am joined today, as always, by my faithful co-host, Simo. How are you doing, Simo?
2: Hello, I'm here. My name's Simo. I'm here. I'm good. How, yeah.
0: you? How are you? How you feeling? Been a bit under the weather this week.
2: I have. So this episode, it's been a bit delayed uh, because mm. I've had an illness, which has had some unique side effects. Um, yeah. So we've uh, we've we've postponed for a few days. Uh, some of this was recorded quite early on. Um, yeah. But we've had to we've had to delay the the release because we've had to redo some other little bits that we we uh, didn't get to finish. Due to yes, my unsaid and unnamed illness. Thank you for that one. <laughs>
0: <We're> anyway, right, <laughs> on, on this week's show, uh, we're going to be discussing a bit of this. Is a bit big news there that's broken over news. this last week. Uh, a particular article from Variety pertaining to the the shambles, if this you is want to call it that, th- the one the utter shambles that is the MCU.
2: I'd say this is the one week where you have got. A big, big pile of news. Mm. So buckle yeah. in, get ready for for Ryan's big pile of steaming news.
0: Yeah, and maybe a little, a little scoop in there that we might have been given access to.
2: Yeah, but. so slight spoilers for an upcoming movie. Um, yeah, but yeah. we'll we'll warn you when that comes if you don't want to listen. Yeah, to
0: we'll it. we'll give a warning at the time. Yeah. Um, after the news, as always, we're going to dive into the trailers of the week, and then following that. We are going to get into a full review, both yes. non-spoiler and spoiler-free, of the latest, uh, the latest goat movie. Which I don't isn't mean f- actually featuring fully a goat. out. No, we, uh, we were lucky enough to get early access to this one. Um, the will. movie, of course, is Dream Scenario, uh, Nick Cage's uh, new movie. Um, but we'll get into that later. Anyway, hmm. Simo, should we start off with some news?
2: I think we should get through this big pile of steaming news.
0: Oh, it's a big old pile alright. Yeah, as you know, I, I get see it, it. I get it freshly delivered to I'm my s- desk.
2: I'm scrolling through it. If I go onto it now, uh, mm. it's like There's two pages of two three like three pages of news. We've uh, Yeah.
0: It's a lot. Yeah. Big old week this week. Anyway. And it's all for the free first story. For you, the listener. Yeah. Our humble listener. Mm. You're welcome. Now the first story of this week, we've got some more Sagafra news. The strike is still ongoing at the time of recording. Um, big news this week uh, surrounding artificial intelligence.
2: That um, big bad.
0: Yeah, it seems to be the current big bad of the mm. moment, doesn't it? Uh, it does. You know, Skynet and Terminator. It's all coming a bit, a bit too real. We apparently. even
2: had Elon Musk talking about it on the news.
0: Yeah, he is, he uh... was interviewed by the prime minister because he our was. prime minister is now a talk show host. Did you did you watch the interview?
2: I saw bits of it, but all I kept thinking of yeah. why is the two gimps on telly talking to me about AI? Yeah, <laughs>
0: it's like you couldn't have picked two less charismatic people to occupy
2: <laughs> a stage together. Two it was, massive twats.
0: Yeah, the between like two if, twats. If you ever, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Stop stealing our shtick, Elon and Rishi. You not got enough going on, huh? <laughs> um, but yeah, AI news this week. Um, so there's been some negotiations going on, as okay. we know. Okay. They, I think both parties are at the point now where they want to end the strike. Um, but obviously, don't end the strike until yeah, you've got what you want. Yeah, for reasons, you know?
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, one of the key sort of sticking points um, in these negotiations is about the inclusion of an AI clause. Um, basically, what's going on? The Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers is proposing AI scans for Schedule F performers... Who earn more than the minimum for series regulars and feature films. Okay. But the the company's uh, proposed clause involves payment for scanning the likeness of Schedule F performers. So basically at the minute, uh smaller actors, like background actors, extras, yeah. that sort of thing, they just like the production company's like, go into this room, we're gonna scan your face. Um, that's our face now. So
2: oh, that's that's just so wrong isn't it that, yeah it's because, really backwards because people there's a lot of people that want to be extras and stuff and they'll do anything to try and get break their way into Harlem, yeah like, yeah. are just gonna look at that and go oh, well if it's what i need to do it's what i need to do and then yeah boom face is stolen even if they did break yeah. up later on their their likeness is already taken like
0: yeah and not only that they get no payment whatsoever for any future usage of that it's It's insane. It really is. So this is basically what what Sagafra is saying. They're like, number one, maybe let's ask for permission before you steal our likeness. And number two, if you're going to do it and you want to use our likeness again, maybe pay us for it. Pay them. Yeah, Yeah, it is our faces that you're stealing there. Um, And then there's a few other things going on about that, especially with um, deceased actors. Yeah. Um, And they obviously don't consent to that. And no. oh, can't yeah. consent from, you know, beyond the grave. Um, so I think good on Sagafra for actually highlighting this because God knows how long this has been going there's, on for. Well,
2: there's loads of there's loads of actors and actresses that mm. are already getting used, um, yeah. in movies and TV shows that have passed. Uh, I think yeah. Star Wars is probably one of the biggest ones. Um, yeah, yeah, with, with uh, Carrie Fisher. Now, yeah, the- whatever your thoughts are on that that's that's up to you have your own opinion fair enough is it a bit creepy? I think it Absolutely. might be I think it's a bit weird like come on like
0: just... there was a story a couple of years ago um where they were gonna make a movie and that the movie was gonna star feature as the main role James Dean yeah yeah how many years yeah and like are you telling me there is no one on the planet there's not a James Dean impersonator uh, that you yeah. could hire exactly to like, play this role
2: it is ridiculous i in my opinion i think it's a terrible idea and i think mm. that they should just recast stages i think is one yeah. of the big examples of it cast they literally have understudies yeah, yeah, to be there yeah. ready <laughs> for like, the main actor can't do I it i get that it's not it's not your favorite actor or anything like that but as long as they can portray the character well they don't have to look exactly like the person before. I'm sure you can understand the continuity error that the actor looks yeah, different yeah. because another actor died. Like you don't have
0: even from a security perspective. Oh yeah. You know that's like true. there's been a lot of over the last 10 years a lot of high profile movie studios that have been hacked. Yeah. And now I think you pair that with like deep fake technology and that mm. if studios yeah, have full 3D scans of you know a database of, of performers <laughs> and then their security is, is compromised. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're just, you we're just can gonna, see all sorts of crazy stuff. Like just it's just a, a bad extras idea. Extras
2: just on either explicit videos or committing crimes is what's going to be yeah. happening.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and some of them are like, don't get me. You see some deep fakes, and you're like, yeah, you can see that a mile off. But there's That's some cool. you see, Ooh, yeah. and you're like, the, is very it? good.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's um, this oh, go on TikTok. They're everywhere. You get ones with AI voices yeah. and a deep fake face. And yeah, yeah usually with the eye voices you can usually tell but like yeah. with the deep f- faces it's quite people will fall for them and, like, and it's going absolutely happen.
0: yeah yeah so I think just mitigate this whole thing you yeah. know let's just at least try and control this before it gets even more out of hand
2: I, I agree anyway
0: another news story that broke this week mm. um, I will preface that this is all speculation at this point yes however this is our first piece of Star Wars news
2: I really the like the look of this, and yeah, yeah, we're, we're we're named after Star Wars, and yeah, yeah, we haven't spoken much about it, but there's also a little bit later on that's going to be a little bit of talking about Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, stay tuned. Stick around Star for Wars that, fans.
1: Yeah,
0: mm. but this news pertains to the proposed Daisy Ridley Star yeah. Wars movie. So yeah. Daisy Ridley played Ray in the sequels. Um, yeah. I think she's good. I think she's a good actor. I've seen her in some other stuff. Um,
2: yeah, I completely but, agree.
0: So, this movie's in the works. Yeah. Um, over at Disney, so it's going to be a, a new Star Wars movie set fifteen years after the Rise of Skywalker. Typical Star Wars. <laughs> when do we set it? I don't know. Fifteen years after a main event. Yeah. Hey, cool. That hey, works. At least
2: it's not five years after Return of the Jedi. It's well, yeah, just, that's, it's just yeah. That little portion of time where they're just throwing everything Ah, yeah. Where's it happened? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that'll do. After Return yeah. of the Jedi.
0: Uh, but this movie, movie is basically going to follow Daisy Ridley's Rey Skywalker, uh, as she sets out to rebuild her new Jedi Order. Um, okay. But some news pertaining to this movie.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, there's a, a rumored title that's been Ooh. floating around. Uh The rumored title at this point is Star Wars: A Blue Harvest, A New Beginning. I'm gonna to have to say that again now, aren't I, Simo? Is that worth it? Uh, just to get a little blue so Harvest worth joke it. in there? That was so worth <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> it pains me to say, but it was probably worth it. But this title, uh, "Star Wars: A New Beginning."
2: I like that. I think that. Mm. I really like that. It kind of works with the "A New Hope," um, where it's you know, yeah. it's it's a simple title, but uh, yeah, I, I really yeah. like that. I do actually like that, and I'm I'm interested to see how. The Mandoverse, as some people are calling it, is going to bleed mm. into the sequels and then how that's going to yeah, then help shape some of this. Um, I'm actually really excited yeah. for And an, I mean, I'd take another Daisy Ridley Star Wars movie. I'd,
0: yeah, I'd I think get John Boyega back as well. Get, yes. get the crew back together. Although... Um, I think it would be good. However, they are still working on it. Um, the final script is not yet complete. Yeah. However, the... Rumour mill suggests that it's going to be ready for Thanksgiving. Um, so then As Thanksgiving in, this year, I, I believe, for the first draft. So it'll then probably go into oh, production. Oh, I thought you meant the movie. Hopefully. And I was like, I No, no, no. <laughs> Just the, the first draft of the script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so then hopefully probably start production next year. Mm. Um, but none of this is, has been confirmed by Lucasfilm or Disney. Um, so it's still all very much in the air. Um, obviously, they've had to pause on writing the script uh, yeah. due to the strikes. Um, Stephen Knight working on the script uh, it was previously Damon Lindelof um, however he left the project due to creative reasons uh,
2: so I wonder what those creative we differences see. were I want to know what that was um, that, would Who be, knows? that would be interesting uh, I'm actually will really excited for, for an, I, I can't wait for some more Star Wars movies hmm. I remember going to the midnight screening of The Force Awakens and hmm. I remember being like Holy shit, they killed Han Solo. Like, spoilers yeah, yeah. for anyone that's not seeing that movie. It's uh, been out. Years yeah, now but, If
0: you've not seen it, why are you here? But,
2: holy. Like, I remember just being like going to school the next day and everyone would be like, oh my God, the GC Star was last night. And I'm like, this morning. But yeah, I did. Yeah. And just like, <laughs> oh, and I've got some power on you today, boys. Yeah.
0: I can remember uh, someone spoiled it for the, this guy at my school. Um, I won't name it. Oh, I'm Someone has like seen it on the internet. Um, that Han Solo died and he went up to and was like hey I'll keep him anonymous was like hey uh, Han Solo dies in the new Star Wars movie and oh my god I've never seen a breakdown <laughs> like it this guy like literally like he just stopped like frozen in time and then his lips started wibbling <laughs> <Did> <laughs> lip all he all just, right? yeah he just like burst into tears <laughs> and just like stormed off oh, and I grew there I and being, like, him, actually yeah, right. I get you, bro. Like, If someone did that to me now, I would do the same, I think. Um, but yeah, I-, I hope it's good. I hope right. this, the yeah, new Daisy fine, ridley red movie is good. That I hope be so. All right. But yeah, give John Boyega back as well. Let him have uh, an interesting I'd, arc.
2: Yeah, I'd be interested to see him as a Jedi. Let's do it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Moving on. Now, well, before we get into this news, potential spoilers for the Marvels.
2: Spoiler. We need mm-hmm. a we need a we need a little horn or something for spoilers. Yeah, we need yeah. a little. Ba, 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 <sighs> yeah, that, that, yeah, do that one. Yeah. Yeah. Ba, 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 Sounds very spoilers. much like the old foghorn ones, isn't it? Like bit like will get the camera. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> now, potential spoilers yes. for the Marvels. Um, so we've received word uh, from an industry insider. They wish to rename, uh, remain anonymous. So we're not going to say who it is. No snitches. Um, no, no snitches here. You know what happens to snitches. Um, but this news pertains to a potential character inclusion uh, mm-hmm. in the upcoming Marvel's movie. Now, again, we'll say it one more time. If you want to go into this movie blind, skip ahead. Um, we're going to cover some more Marvel news.
2: I want to um, go into it blind. Avoid this. <laughs> I don't want to know well, what this is, but sadly,
0: unfortunately, this is the burden we yeah, face now.
2: We carry this burden for you, the listener. For
0: you. Now, this news. Uh, and again,
2: this this insider is pretty reputable.
0: Um we've known them to be right uh previously. Um but they have told us that Kelsey Grammer's Beast from the original X-Men movies will feature in the post-credits scene. So, apparently uh, Photon or uh, is it Monica Rambeau? Yeah. Uh, will, at the end, travel to a different dimension, and that dimension okay. will be the original X Men movies' Darren dimension.
2: I I, mean, I would love to see some of the original X Men. Um, yeah. I mean, there's rumours what the Deadpool movie is going to be about, and yeah, stuff like that. And it makes seeing this and being well, being told about this, it really puts into the. The fact that that might yeah. be correct, one well, of the rumours on the Deadpool movie are, uh, with it being yeah. him running around looking for different variants and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. I really like the idea of it. I'm excited to see X-Men, but yeah. I don't want the X-Men to be the original X-Men when they come to the no. MCU. Um, I think you I want use them in new. Secret Wars yeah, and then yeah.
0: recast all of them, the, I mean, the standalone X-Men movie in-universe.
2: It looks like... Secret Wars is going to be more of a culmination of all Marvel movies, as opposed to the MCU. It sounds like it's going to be all the big ones that we've all loved as a way of getting everyone in with that sweet, sweet nostalgia. Oh, baby, remember this? And we're all going to be like, yes, I remember! You like this, don't you? And we're all going to go and see it, and then we're going to be like, a year later, we'll be like, should we watch that movie? And you're like, nah, it's a bit shit, actually, isn't it?
0: (laughs) But yeah, part of me wonders was this always the plan? With this movie, I mean, we covered the news the other week about the the very low, uh, like box office tracking for it, and it does make me wonder: Did you shoot this, you know, two weeks ago when the tracking numbers came out to get people into theaters?
2: Yeah. So, a little bit on that, we're gonna. I'm just gonna bump something up from trailers, and I'm just gonna print it in because I think it I think it works better here than it does in the trailers. So, for okay. those who aren't, for those are going rogue, we are we're going off script. Rogue. We're going rogue. This is off script. Um. So those who aren't aware. Uh, a new trailer came out for the marvels this week um literally mm-hmm. just just came out like it has just come out this is a fresh take straight off the bat and they've released a new trailer it's very short but it's basically saying um this is one last fight. Like, I want one last fight. It's Samuel Jackson. He's talking to what I believe is Carol Danvers. He's like... That guy's lead... got a
0: lot of last last fights in him.
2: So many last yeah. fights. Every He's single been on movie. his last
0: fight since <laughs> the original Avengers. <laughs> He's still fighting.
2: I, I saw part of the Avengers, so he didn't have to do the fighting as well. Like, every, yeah, every single time.
0: I um, like to think of Nick Fury's just like this. Awful, like, micromanager <laughs> guy, yeah, <laughs>
2: drinking. I mean? we like, it's off screen, but it's like, fuck's sake, he's coming again, he's coming again. Just
0: let me do my yeah. job. Maybe it's just Sam Jackson, like, he knows, you know, he gets a massive bag oh my for God. doing these movies.
2: Do you know what I want now? I want like an office style sitcom with Marvel, but it's like Samuel Jackson is, mm. it is, is Michael, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 do you know what I'd write that In like I'd the Avengers that. HQ or something yeah, it's... yeah
0: yeah, I like that idea Yeah, I think that would be brilliant
2: you heard it here first folks so that's the production but yeah right so with the trailer mm. um, it basically saying like um, this changes everything and yeah. it's with that mixed with uh, our little scoop we've got it our nice little uh, mm. nice little scoopy scoop kind of makes sense wow. that it could always it, it looks like it is was always the plan and I think they thought yeah. that people would just come because it's a Marvel movie. We haven't had that many. People might go, oh, Marvel movie. I'll go and see that.
1: Mm.
2: Well, looked like Disney were wrong and the tracking was really low. But it doesn't look like that was always going to be the plan. But it seems that like they just leaked a lot of stuff yeah. to bring people in. Um, I mean, I,
0: I hope it was the plan. Because we've had a lot of disjointed projects. And I think a lot of it is this studio interference of no, we need this, we need this, we need this. And it's not as much creative led. Yeah. Um, so I hope this was the plan. Otherwise we're just going to have another really like incoherent story. That's just not going to flow.
2: Well, and we will I'm a find bit sick out at the end of the week. Cause we will, we, we will be watching it. And we'll be talking about it on the next episode of the podcast. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Right. What's now, next?
0: While we're on the Marvel vibe, mm. We're going to dig into the big news of this week. And now, apparently, according to Variety, the MCU is dead. It is done. It's in shambles. You know, the head office of Disney is just people running around like headless yeah. chickens, not knowing what they're doing. Now, this article uh, published on Variety earlier on this week. Mm. um, It's a very long article. It is. Um, so I've basically, I've, I've summarized it into sections Um so keep, sort of keep it on track a little yeah, bit as yeah, we review yeah. it. Makes sense. Um, the first of those sections, now um, it's been very widely covered um, in the press, and that is Jonathan Majors, who plays mm. Kang, uh, Kangs, Kangs. Yeah, yeah. Um, has obviously got some some legal problems. Yes, uh, going on at the minute. Um, basically, uh, he's facing domestic abuse violence charges. Yeah, um, he's got a court date coming up. Um, I think it's before the end of the year, um, and there's been a lot of like his his press team, being like, "Oh no, he's a good guy. He's the victim in all this." Which, I don't think we should speculate on. No, that's, until, it's not for us to say. Court is it? case. However, the fact that he has a court case does not reflect well on Marvel at all. No, you know, the mouse likes what the mouse likes, and, you know, if you're not Disney friendly. It's normally not
2: going to fly. can you do a really good However, Mickey Mouse impression? Ho-ho! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know! Hey, Jonathan! Hello! What the fuck are you doing, Jonathan? <laughs> I'm going to stop Jonathan. that there. <laughs> I'm yeah. not going to carry on with that.
0: We'll draw a line under that <laughs> one. Um, but obviously they've, they've sort of pinned the, ne- the next phase of the MCU on Jonathan Majors and his Kang character. Um, obviously they've been building it up to it for a while, through Loki, through other projects, that he is the next big bad so yeah. now they sort of they're a bit backed into a hole here um and I mean obviously his reputation is is through the floor now um because of these charges and like I said, he insists that he's the victim but
2: we'll I, see what happens in I'm the court say, case let, let's let the court decide that one um yeah I don't think a it, jury of his peers yeah I don't think we should speculate mainly because I don't want to be wrong uh yeah that's but also but also it's not for us to, to decide on that
0: um, no absolutely not um and I'd say if he is found guilty, just recast him. You, you've already recast. shown us a scene of like thousands of of kangs that all look different. Yeah, it, it could be a different. Recast.
2: Kang. Yeah, it could be a different kang, or yeah. just go in a different direction, like, if you want mm. to. But I'd I'd say well, yeah,
0: that's quite a nice segue into the next part of this mm. article, which is Marvel's backup plans. So as you said, if if Jonathan Majors is found to have committed domestic abuse Yeah. Um, Marvel are considering alternate plans for okay. for what they're going to do the big one at the minute is pivoting away from Kang altogether and towards Doctor Doom as the next big adversary
2: now I would mm-hmm. much rather see a Doctor Doom as a big bad in the Marvel Universe at the moment yeah. than I would Kang Yeah. is that because I know more about Doctor Doom than I do Kang yes but do I think that Doctor Doom has a very, very cool story? Mm. Yes. Like, yeah, and it, there's a
0: wealth of stories there to pick from as well.
2: It's, yeah, I, I really like it. And to be fair, I'd even be happy to see the original Doctor Doom suit again, if I'm being honest. I thought really? it was really cool. I liked it. I'd, I'd, I'd gladly have that back. But I, I'd love to see Doctor Doom, actually. I, I'd yeah. love it. I'd my, love that.
0: My only concern is that Doctor Doom is such a huge character in the marvel comics he deserves the proper arc and story yeah. i think yeah and i think Don't if rush it. now they're backed into a corner with kang you can't just drop him in and be Ye- like, oh no it's doom now you know i think that character deserves a proper introduction a okay. proper backstory uh I'd even watch a a Doom solo movie. Yeah, I was about to say that. I'd love a Doom solo movie. Build up to him as that character, as that big bad. It doesn't mean you have to pin all your bets on him like they've done with Jonathan Majors and Kang. I mean, look, look at Thanos for the Infinity Saga. He got, he had what three lines until Infinity War. That's exactly what I was going to say. we, We all knew he was coming. We all knew he was the big bad, and I think Doom deserves something similar. And. Part of me wonders if these new Avengers movies are going to happen in their current form. Um, I think Secret Wars... And even then.
2: I think that's kind of... That is definitely going to It seems like that's definitely going to happen because of the Deadpool movie, because of um, all the other stuff that they've done with the interdimensional stuff. It seems like Secret Wars, that is... I think that one is locked. And because with the Mm. fact that they've called it Secret Wars, they can go in so many different directions without... Like, with who's going to be the big bad and stuff like that. Um, But with, with Doctor Doom... I I I'd like to see a solo movie, but what's the good thing about villains is the fact that they They're don't. Heroes. Yeah, they don't always need so much screen time for a villain to be good. Yeah. Darth Vader, absolutely, absolute menace of cinema. Oh, the best
0: villain of all time in
2: the movies. Not that much screen time. Not that many lines. No. Doesn't really like. Yeah, like you don't need to have so much stuff to make a big bad villain. So I don't think it would be a bad idea or a terrible thing for them to just go, oh, look, we're not going to do Kang anymore. Like they they can openly just say, look, if something, if it is because of the results of this trial, they could go, look, this has happened. We don't, we no longer agree with using, um, Jonathan Mm. Majors or the character of Kang. We're now going to go down a different direction. We're going to use doom. Yeah. We're going to use Dr. Doom. Just be really transparent about it. Yeah. Just be transparent about it and just be like, look, I'm, I'm, we're, we're sorry if that's what you wanted to see. I don't think that many people would be that bothered um, because no, it's I like you go going... He's found guilty. Yeah, definitely not. Like, and I think if you are asked about that, grow up. Yeah, get a life. Get a life. Anyway,
0: yeah, we'll move it on. We've already touched on it a little bit, um, but there's a lot of worry uh, in Marvel HQ about the Marvels. <laughs> so again, we've covered the box office tracking. It's not looking great for an opening weekend. Um, however, apparently the entire production has just been plagued with a bit. of some bad vibes, really. Um, there's been numerous delays. Obviously, the strike hasn't helped yeah, that, no. um, but also reshoots. Um, they've been doing a lot of reshoots, which again makes me think um, the previous scoop that we mentioned. I won't mention it again in yeah. case people have skipped. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's been added. I don't think that was the plan. Always. Well, uh,
2: um, the thing is that we, people this, are
0: worried about the narrative. Um, with these reshoots, to think the narrative is going to be a bit complicated and not a coherent story. Um, the director uh, of the Marvels um, actually left the project Ooh. while it was in post-production. She's gone and uh, just started work on another movie. To me, that doesn't seem great. If the <sighs> director isn't staying to finish production, and I don't blame that on her, I think that's probably more to blame at Disney's door. Um, but it doesn't sound like a great situation
2: no, I, I agree with you on that but you've got to think with Disney I'm not going to lie, if you look back since the start, since after Iron Man I, I don't think they really had a plan anyway, because if you watch any of the end credit scenes for a lot of the movies they're just, or um, even the movies they just say things and throwing them and seeing what sticks, and I think that's yeah. I think that's again what's been happening with this, they didn't know what they were going to do they're throwing stuff at the wall, seeing what sticks, mm. Um like, I agree and I disagree. They always change stories all the time anyway with Disney. They just film they film a load of stuff and then they go, mm-hmm. How can we make this into a movie? And then they keep changing and adding bits and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, I, I agree. I, the story changes a lot.
0: Because they definitely did that with like post credit scenes and planning for the future. Yeah. However, you should not be doing that midway through a oh, production. No, I completely agree. Story and narrative And all this other thing, all this, all the production, that's why you have pre-production. That's why you write a script. That's why you have a screenplay. It's for this reason. You know, you shouldn't be chopping and changing and seeing what sticks midway through. It was the same with Secret Invasion. That show cost like $250 million to produce. Why? Because they re-recorded it like four times. There's like four different TV shows in there. And like, what, you're meant to be a leading movie studio, like the biggest in the world. And you don't know how to make a t- how to make a TV show or a movie with a coherent narrative. It's worrying. Is, it's really worrying.
2: Is that one of the problems though with event cinema? Because Marvel, it's a ro- it's roller coaster cinema, isn't it? It's not. It's not. Yeah, yeah. It's not. They're not hard to think about movies. They're not movies that you go in there no, no. and the, the premise. You're like oh, like Killers of the Flower Moon of a fly, every week. It's not. You're not going in there with a very deep meaning, uh, twist no, no. and turns. It's it's always. Very comic booky. This It's what it is. It's a comic book movie. Yeah, you'd, you'd usually, hope so. Yeah, usually very simple premise of, here's bad guy, here's good guy. Bad guy does this mm. to good guy. Good guy now does this to bad guy to stop bad guy from doing big, bad plans. That's normally how Marvel... Yeah, yeah. Mo- that is literally a comic book movie. That's, That's literally <laughs> as simple as it is. Yeah, literally simple <laughs> as simple as it is. To make a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they just like, you know, studio interference and stuff like that, obviously. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm excited for the movie. Um Oh like, me too! Hand, I'm I really hope excited it's good. for it. It looks fun. I enjoyed Marvels. Mm. I enjoyed um, the original Captain Marvel movie. Um, yeah. I really liked um, Wonder Vision. So why the hell mm. am I not going to like it when they put all three of those together? Like, yeah, yeah. It's not a very long movie in in terms of Marvel movies. So no, I'm, I'm so excited like just, to just go over in. an hour and
0: a half. I think
2: I I like that. I'm happy that I'm going to go into a movie studio. Not a movie studio into a cinema. Oh, you hear <laughs> that Disney is coming I'm for you. Coming for you. I'm, I'm go in there. down
0: the hatches.
2: Yeah, there'd be no one there though because it's all green screen. So I'll go in. Yeah, true. Like, ah. yeah.
0: <laughs> you might get to fight the big Kevin Feige robot from She-Hulk.
2: <laughs> I'll steal his cap.
0: Yeah, oh, don't. Don't. His whole body will fall apart. That's oh, structurally do integral. Do
2: you reckon if I pulled his cap off, it would pull his scalp with it? Do you reckon it would like?
0: Oh, I think so. I don't think they're two separate objects at this point. I think that they are one. What
2: would you reckon underneath his hat, there's actually like a little hatch where you could put batteries in?
0: I think so, yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. different tape recordings. <laughs> like, you change the micro SD in He's there. like a full-on like on Android. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. Anyway, we'll, we'll carry on. Yeah, next um, news. Another big thing um, that's come out of this Variety article, this isn't breaking news. We've known about this for a while. And obviously that's the production and visual effects challenges. Um Disney, famously um one of the biggest collection of dirtbags when it comes to not paying its staff properly, you know. Although, unless you're Bob Iger, Bob Iger, you can you take your check, baby. That's fine. Your company's falling apart, you take your yeah. big check. Big and the noise. people that actually make the product um do not. Um I mean obviously th- there's been a lot in the news about Marvel basically just booking up every like VFX house yeah. possible and being like, we need this turnaround today. Cheers. And obviously the VFX have suffered as a result of that. I mean, we've touched on this in previous episodes, but... Uh,
2: I think VFX struggles is something we're going to touch on in pretty much every episode for yeah. the foreseeable future. Um, yeah. They they do get shat on a lot. Um, I, I, I can't see, even if the strikes are resolved, uh, I can't no. see vfx artists getting what they're worth um no i can't if i'm being honest i think as well like well, when
0: you shoot everything on green screen and volume you are completely reliant on yeah. vfx teams so why are you messing them around so much yeah just yeah. Pay them what they're worth you, yeah. your product suffers as a result of that yeah,
2: you know you look at agree.
0: ant-man quantum mania that movie is like 80 percent green screen and a lot of it doesn't look good. Yeah,
2: there's this parts where it look absolutely amazing, and then there's bits that look yeah, yeah, so so shit. I mean, <sighs> it's the same back. with
0: She-Hulk. Like, majority of She-Hulk looks good, but then there's some scenes yeah, where like yeah, the CGI is not even in focus. It looks like it's a different frame altogether.
2: Like, let's just take this back to the early 2000s, mm. where film houses you're taking us back. I'm taking us back. Mm. Where film houses were. The year 2005. Can you picture it? Look up at at the movie screen and Revenge of the Sith has just been released. Oh, it's just opened up. I'm
0: I'm going past on my Heelys. Just let me stop real quick. Oh, yeah, I see it. I see what you mean.
2: Let me just uh, pull up my baggy baggy jeans so you can see my Heelys.
0: Mm. Uh, It's a brilliant snap bracelet (laughs) you've got on today, Simo.
2: Yeah, oh, I like your spiky hair. That looks really cool, bro. Thank you. Thank you.
0: I have green tips if you look closely.
2: (laughs) I was going to say Jesus Bands, but that was way before Jesus Bands, isn't it?
0: (laughs) Yeah, Jesus Bands was much later than that. Was Sex
2: Bands? Was that that time? Or was that a bit later on as well? (laughs) Do you remember those? Oh, were they the, the little rubber <laughs> yeah, ones? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah like, okay. If you, like, break the black one, apparently that means you want to have sex with him. If it's the blue one, you want to kiss him or something yeah. like that. I
0: wonder if this is a regional referee, so if this was everywhere. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening Let to this know. in another country. Did your school have sex bands? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh,
2: that doesn't sound great, does it? <laughs>
0: no, we'll pause on that one. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I mean, carry on. we 2005. we
2: 2005. Revenge of the Sith has just come on. You hear the drums, mm. the dum-dum. Dum dum <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Oh yeah, ghost runs. Yeah, yeah, the start of the movie. Well the it's ships like a fly in. The ships fly in. They're doing a little twizzle. Oh my god, it looks real. Yes, that's because they mm. gave visual effects artists time and money to make yeah. the project. Oh my god, yeah, go yeah. go to another movie that released in that era. Pirates of the Caribbean. Dead man's chest. Mm. Oh my god, David Jones com- comes on. It looks like a yeah, real yeah. fucking octopus because they like gave the it first time.
0: Fully CGI characters yeah
2: you, you you look you watch one of those movies now and then watch Quantumania and you went and got someone yeah that's tell like me a ten, which is yeah, get a 10 year old to go when do you reckon which one do you reckon was made first they're gonna go yeah, yeah. I reckon Quantumania was made first and you're gonna be like mmm mmm mm. yeah
0: because it looks bad
2: we're not we're not saying anything shit about you the VFX artist by the way we, we think your work is incredible no. and like this y- is not you, your you, fault yeah you, you put so much effort into this um and, like, yeah, this isn't your fault. This is Studios. No. But just pay them more. Pay them more. Yeah. Please, Disney. Yeah. Right. Anyway, what's next? We'll
0: move on from that. So, the next major concern is content saturation and more quality concerns. It's okay. so sort of, since COVID, Marvel's has been churning it out. <sighs> like, you can't yeah. go to the cinema. Well, here's six mediocre TV shows for you to watch, and you're going to like it. I remember you the know start. You're like it.
2: I remember at the start loving it remember like oh my god yeah. every week we, we either watching we star eating. wars or marvel like it was that was it it was yeah. whenever one stopped and the other one released it was incredible until it yeah. became shit
0: it was sort of the the post end game reaction was like okay let's capitalize on this yeah. by just content 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 you want content you've got it baby um but that's resulted in quite a lot of viewer fatigue i think i think you Obviously not us, we're freaks and weirdos, yeah, that's we're why we're absolute. making a podcast. Um, but your average viewer, and again you can link it to the Marvels. your average viewer doesn't want to have to watch 15 hours of television no. in order to understand what's going on with the movie. So I think people have traded out of that, and then as a result of trading out of the big scale event cinema, like we touched on a bit yeah, earlier on. That's true. It's also resulted in some projects coming across a bit half-baked, um, again, you can link it all sort of intertwines, yeah. but with like the the visual effects. Like, okay, we've got tight deadlines. We're going to rush and get it out, and the, it's not finished work, and no. it's all having a negative, detrimental effect. Um, you I know see- they have spoken about this recently, and Kevin Feige said, you know, we are going to shift from less sort of um, quantity back towards quality, and you really would hope that that is going to be the The outcome from this, because I think it needs it.
2: Yeah, I, I just think that they just need to slow down, reevaluate what they're doing. Because what they've done is they've fucked themselves. <laughs> they are yeah. they are suffering from success.
0: Yeah, like DJ Khaled.
2: <laughs> another one, which is literally their motto at the yeah. moment. It's just another yeah. one. I, I
0: and another is Kevin Feige's job <laughs> yeah. for the past four years.
2: Marvel, we the best movies.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Feige.
1: <laughs> oh, my. I
2: want that. If I go to the cinema at the end of this week, and it's not at the start yeah. of it, it's not just Kevin Feige.
1: <laughs>
2: Kevin Feige <laughs> and another one. We the one. best movies. Yeah. Tell them bring out the whole cinema. Oh, you know what? Now, I f- now we're talking about like, a, Kevin Feige and rap. Yeah, it is. A, it is a t-shirt. I want a diss track from Kevin Feige Ooh. to Martin Scorsese and Quentin Tarantino well, and anyone else. You know, has said not. They never said anything really bad about the MCU. They well, just said that the same things. That I we're don't saying think now. we're
0: far off. I don't think we're far off, but I don't think it will be Feige. You know, he, he's, he's like the Godfather. He didn't get his hands dirty. Oh yeah
2: yeah. Um, yeah. Possible deniability. The you Russo
0: brothers. <laughs> the Russo brothers have been having a bit of back and forth mm. recently, so maybe we'll see it yeah, there. I'll hey, Just, just fight. Ooh. You know, it doesn't look like uh, yeah. Millionaires and millionaires fight in yeah, anymore. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. We'll do it. Well, we we won't do it. No, we won't we'll watch it.
2: it. I'll I'll watch it. I mean, if you want me to do the fight, I'll I'll gladly go and beat up some millionaires. Right.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah, that's it. and the winner gets advanced IMAX booking for the next two years. Bro, I already oh, get advanced to cry.
2: Oh wait, sorry, I thought you meant the <laughs> I was gonna say as an unlimited. No, no, member. not us. Oh, please don't upset Tom, Tom Cruise. I uh I love Tom Cruise.
0: Don't pick a fight with him either, because he will win. I am Tom Anyways, Cruise. Anyways, we'll move on. Yes. The next part of this article Project cancellations and changes. Um now the big one that this relates to is the MCU's version of Blade. Yep. Now Blade's another one that's just been in development hell. For a long time i think they're on like the fourth or fifth draft of the script they're firing through writers they're firing through directors um Marsh Ali who's uh well he's signed on to Playblade. yeah um apparently nearly left the role nearly stepped away because it's just i think that's when's this movie gonna happen Was that not... and he's an oscar winning actor you know he's respected in the industry and he's bloody good at his job but why is he being messed around like this um from what I've read, one of the original like one of the drafts of the script had Blade as like the fourth lead in his own movie.
2: Yeah, it's ridiculous. What, what the hell?
0: Not only that, you you, you rebooting a property like those Bla- the first Blade movie, and even the second one, are incredible. It's like that's the as standard. Well. Yeah, like that's the standard you're trying to live up to here, and this is what you're thinking. Not great. No. Um. But they've since then um say it's only got multiple script changes different directors um and apparently now they're looking to reduce the budget for blade and have it as a sort of a lower budget um probably just to try and boost um profit yeah i so imagine
2: the thing is that that could be done really well like with blade yeah i'd like i like blade to be a solo movie like i'll have it in the mcu but I don't really want it to mm. just be like, every 2 seconds they just go oh there's a vampire's like oh yeah but if you not seen that big guy hulk you know they just like say yeah. random shit to make so you know that it's in the MCU. Yeah. We're yeah. 10 we're well, not even 10 years on. We <laughs> we Avengers was yeah. over 10 years ago. People know we're what the to MCU is. Than
0: yeah. We are 10 I think
2: now. We, technically. We know people know what the MCU is. Like you we yeah. don't need things getting thrown in there left and right. For what the average the average person going to the cinema doesn't care anyway. So like I'd like I don't mind a a lower budget Blade as long as they like kind of go like with the creator like how they made that yeah yeah like be creative in the way you're making this film for what that'll make people go and see it. The fact that it's got the name Blade anyway, people are going to see people are going to see it anyway um, because people want to see a new Blade movie and you know hopefully a new Blade movie without Ryan Reynolds.
0: What worries me most is that it is literally probably the easiest concept to make an entertaining movie. Yeah. It's a guy that hunts vampires. That is a vampire. That's cool. People would see that if it wasn't Blade. You know, vampire movies do well. You know, why are you ever complicating it? I do not know. Yeah. Anyway, we'll move it on. Yeah. The next part of this article. Now, this has been very very widely spread, this bit. Uh, Very widely reported. And that is the potential return of the original avengers yeah now this isn't set in stone this isn't confirmed this is uh just one of their ideas at this point and that is uh essentially essentially resurrecting uh robert downey jr's iron man and scarlett johansson's black widow um one that's going to cost a bomb rdj doesn't get out of bed for you know less than eight digits at this point now um, Scarlett Johansson, you successfully managed to piss her off in every way yeah. possible. That relationship did not end on best terms. No. Um, <laughs> and not even that. You're just going to take away the best bits of those characters now, and that their arcs had a nice ending and a good ending that worked. And now, well, that's just
2: yeah gone. So, with that, I think we should. It really should read um, Marvel once again rely on nostalgia bait to bring in box office Mm -hmm. because that's what it is now i I get that like no one in comic books is ever truly dead and they bring them back and we've got the multiverse and fair enough i don't mind them coming back but if they're going to come back i'd rather it just be like maybe like a little cameo in secret wars but then they already did that you know like
0: i don't know yeah um it's not needed no it's just gonna ruin it for me personally
2: yeah, I want to see new yeah, characters stop... I think the problem with Marvel at the moment is the fact that there hasn't been any clear direction. And we've spoken about that constantly. And then you just going, yeah. oh yeah, we'll just bring back the old Avengers. We're going to be like, well no, we've been waiting like f- five years now for a new Avengers team and we haven't got one. Because all you've done is yeah. these these TV shows because you wanted to uh, get more people to subscribe to Disney+. Plus, like, Yeah, so,
0: like, that hasn't worked. Yeah, now so, like, hemorrhaging subscribers.
2: So what are you going to... like? Just no. I'd rather see... New characters, whether or not they're 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 new adaptations of characters we've seen on screen before, but outside the MCU, or just new characters in general. Um, Yeah, yeah. I think
0: it's just lazy. I think to take this approach, Um, and as much as I love those actors and those characters, I really, really don't want to see it. Like you said, in a cameo role, you know, give give RDJ the little hologram head like in the comic books (laughs) for 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 a movie or you know, in Armor Wars or something, yeah, cool. But we don't need him back as Iron Man. I, and not only that, RDJ DJ's getting on a bit. That's you true. Know, and that's true. I think just, it's, just a, it's a hard no for me. Anyway, yeah. we'll wrap it up with the last bit of news uh, featured yeah. in this article. Um, they touch on some other stuff about, like, the Disney acquisition of Fox, um, but the, there's no real stories in there that, you know, yeah. we're not already familiar with. Um, But the final bit uh, is sort of talks about Kevin Feige's role and Marvel's future. So as we've covered Kevin Feige, it's been a bit of a stinky couple of weeks, a stinky couple of months even uh, over at Disney HQ. And obviously most of that, the majority of that falls on his capped head.
2: (laughs) Um, Nice.
0: Yeah. So his job is now to, to recalibrate the strategy and sort of, Try to build towards some success in the future um i mean obviously marvel has been highly profitable massively influential uh really strong track record of successful projects um but that legacy is being tarnished a yeah. little bit now um but he's still regarded as the, as the key um you know it is his his baby i suppose um but i i hope that this whole studio interruption thing can yeah come to an end, and because I trust his ability to do it, I think you know,
2: yeah, so I think we should have started that with uh to put a cap on the end of the news, you know Kevin Feige and his oh, cap. I like that but, but also with with him, right, yeah, you could be the one that was steering the ship right all that time, but eventually mm. it's going to be time for you to move on. Is yeah. it time for Kevin fargan to move on? <laughs> I can't say, but probably yes. Mm. Like just because yeah. just because you had the creative visionary for one thing doesn't mean that you're eventually going to be able to make everything great. You need diversity yeah. in things. So maybe someone else coming coming into the the his position with fresh ideas. I'm not necessarily Kevin Feige should disappear and retire. Yeah. I just think that maybe someone they should maybe start with an underling, maybe someone just shadowing what he's yeah. doing that could bring in fresh ideas. I mean they do that anyway, but you know what I mean. Like maybe yeah. someone else think- to take the reins for a little bit. Um, it might it might help it might rejuvenate Marvel a little bit. Yeah,
0: I I think you can nail it down to sort of let let him handle the big picture stuff. Yeah, you know like the the phase planning that sort of thing. Yeah, but then the studio interference in creative led projects needs to stop. Yeah, you know there there can't be this overwriting directors and writers vision um, to shoehorn things into place. It doesn't work. It's sloppy. Um, and people starting to notice, which isn't good. Yeah. But that is the end of my news, Simba. Have you, you got any news this week?
2: Well, uh, I've got a little bit of Simbob news for you. So this one's, uh, you wow. know, we've, uh, we've been delving into some deep, big news that, you know, mm. is. It's hard to take in. It's hard to take in, and I thought you know I'd put a little bit of fluff news in, even though we are fluff news and we're literally talking about things that don't actually really matter in the grand scheme of the world. But I
0: thought I'd I'd
2: put a little bit of news in, and now this is relevant. It is relevant. Um, So, Sir David Jason. Oh, I love Sir David Jason. Absolute hero of the game. Legend. Only falls in horses and open all hours. Iconic. You know, just yeah. For anyone that I don't know how. I wonder
0: if you ever fixed that cash register. (laughs)
2: Yes. <laughs> I don't know how you know big he is in, in other countries or and how much people mm. watch Only Falls and Horses in other, in other places and Open All Hours and stuff like that. But uh, for those of you who don't know, he had to have a hip replacement. Um, and Good. we hadn't seen him out and about in quite a long time. And he posted a little video of him with the yeah. Rocky theme tune, came up with his crutches, and I was kind of like, oh, it's a shame to see him on crutches. Throws him away. And he starts. Yeah. He starts uh, shadow boxing a little bit, you know, oh, a little bit of his... David Jason prowess, and you know, it, it was it was funny. It was nice, and it was it's nice more, to the probably smile. the most
0: wholesome video I've yeah. seen in a long so
2: time. So I, I just thought I'd just put that in, just so people know that he's alive and he's well, and he, yeah. he's up and moving with what he calls a bionic part of his body. So wow. uh, so
0: there. Suppose he's not wrong. Oh, well, not wrong. big update, uh, Sir David Jason, if you're listening to yeah. this, which I'm sure you are. Oh, he definitely um, is. Yeah, we, we're glad to know that you're doing well. We are
2: glad, and no, yeah. Uh,
0: is is that the end of the news? Simmer.
2: That's the end of the news. So now we're gonna to go to a Oof, a nice little a section. One. Yeah, I'll let you sit back and relax for this little bit. Um, and, <sighs> you know, you've done the hard work of this this podcast. Now we can get on to some of the fun stuff. Uh, <laughs> mm. This Right, be fun. trailers. I'm in a reclined position. He is in a reclined position. He's uh, my feet are up. He's uh, he's looking nice and chill. He's got a nice mm. cool hat on, and he's uh, he's I've got chilling. A little pina colada in a coconut right now. He's lying. He doesn't. He's got he's got, a, he's, got a, he's got a bottle of water, and that's all he's got. He's got council pop, See, and that's all this he'll have.
0: is... This is the creative interference thing that I was talking about. This is pseudo <laughs> interference in a creative decision. Let him right imagine.
2: Here. Let him imagine good stuff. Let him imagine that he's got that coconut in yeah. his hand. Well, no. I'm not going to let him do that. <laughs> right, before, <laughs> you need to get real. <laughs> before we go to trailers, I am just going to apologise. I am still slightly ill. So if, the, if there has mm. been coughing, spluttering or sneezing or... I apologise. We'll let it out. we we'll let it possible. out. Uh, I do apologise. Um... You know, I am ill, and we're trying to work through this podcast for you, the listener. So if there is anything where I'm coughing or spluttering, it's actually your fault. Because you're the ones we do yeah. this for. So trailers, <laughs> the first trailer we've got. <laughs> Tell me about some trailers. Is Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now I don't know about you, but I absolutely love the Planet of the Apes movies, oh, even the so one good. with Mark Wahlberg. And I am excited. Whoa. <laughs> and I'm excited. Marky for this. Mark. I I I do like the one with Marky Mark. Um, so it's a yeah. direct sequel Looks from really the 2017 uh, War for the Planet of the Apes, which in my opinion was mm-hmm. an incredible movie. Um, I actually really enjoyed it.
0: I think all those movies are great.
2: Yeah, it is an incredible series. Um, So this actually started filming in October last year uh, and it finished in February 2023. So this year, it finished in February twenty three this year. And obviously there would have been some pushbacks with uh, the strikes and stuff like that, with any reshoots they might have had to have done and stuff like that. But I think overall it looks quite good. Um, So the premise of the movie uh, is that following on from Caesar's uh, reign and goes from where the last movie it ended with Caesar uh, heavily injured looking out onto this nice little oasis that he'd found for his fellow apes, his fellow brothers and sisters in arms. Uh, And basically what this is doing, it's following on from his lineage. So... Uh, there's a Proximus Caesar who isn't actually... Wow. I don't believe he's related to Caesar but he's the current leader uh, and basically mm-hmm. he kind of... Strong s- name. Yeah, it's, it's Proximus. It sounds, you know, very very evil and there might be a little bit of reason mm. behind that. So basically, Ooh. he's a, he stopped all the teachers of Caesar Uh, You know, like the the ape don't kill other ape and ape together strong. Mm. Ape stronger together, yeah. yeah, yeah. The little orangutan with the sticks and all that, you know. Um, And basically, Mm -hmm. he stopped those teachings so he can enslave other clans. Uh, Now, it it looks like a bit of a a throwback to the, the OG style of uh, of Planet mm. of the Apes. and When I say O.G., I mean the O.O.G. is an original yeah, yeah. Planet of the Apes. Only...
0: Charl- Charlton Heston. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it, it is. Movies. It looks like
2: a nice little meld of modern Planet of the Apes and original Planet mm. of the Apes. We got we haven't got the suits like anymore. That. Although I would love another movie where it's the uh, the ape suits. Like I would like yeah, that. I'd yeah. love that. But it's it's the CGI apes, um, and essentially Caesar's little son um, has got to is it Cornelius um, has got to is it Cornelius or is that the other weird ape that was in <laughs> War for the Planet of one of them. Yeah, I should probably know that. definitely them. one of them. Uh, yeah, so basically, he, he comes in and has got to try and reinstate uh, the sort of ideals and ideologies that his father uh, had bestowed amongst the apes. Um, yeah. So the cast we've got for this, uh, we've got Freya Allen, who you might know from The Witcher. Um, she's playing yeah. the human we see in the trailer called May. Uh, okay. we got Kevin Duran. Uh, he's known for... Uh, your favourite movie, Wild Hogs, uh, as mm-hmm. well as uh, Robin Hood, where he plays Little John, uh, and Wolverine, where he plays uh, Blob. I mean, Fred. I <laughs> didn't call you Blob. Don't call him that one, Bob. <laughs> didn't call you, but you just call me Blob. Uh, yeah, so he, he's actually playing uh, uh, Proximus, uh, Proximus Prime. Uh, <laughs> Proximus Caesar. He's actually playing Proximus. Oh, I'd love to see a like, uh, Planet of the Apes transforms crossover. <laughs> Gosh. But but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Proximus Caesar uh, is playing played by uh, Kevin Durant. Now we've got a little uh, bit of a Wild Hogs reunion in this movie because we've got William H mm. Macy, uh, who wow. is also known. Uh, I like William. <laughs> I, like, H. Macy. I like the fact I'm saying known. These these actors are definitely not known for Wild Hogs, but I, no. <laughs> I fucking love that movie, so I, I had to put it in. So yeah. Uh, also, Paul. One of the most well-known roles that he's done is being U.S. Shameless, Um yep. but he's also in Jurassic Quite Park, bad, actually. The one where he loses his kid, and you know he should probably be a bit of a better father. Uh, yeah,
0: don't take your kids to a dinosaur place. Yeah, you
2: fucking idiot. You it's he's like rule number one
0: in every parenting book ever.
2: <laughs> yeah, you open it up, it says rule one: don't go near dinosaurs. That is it. Yeah, literally it. And he yeah. and he and he did that like a fucking idiot. Uh, but yeah, well um, done, Billy, it's, so it's sense. directed by Wes Ball, uh, who did the, mm-hmm. the Maze Runner franchise, as well as the Star Trek gag reel, uh, which he actually wow. did as a, as a graphic artist. I just thought I'd put that in there for a little bit of culture. Some CD. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he's directed some good movies and he did a gag reel, but not as a director, just as a graphic artist. But I think this looks really good. Uh, what are your thoughts yeah. on it?
0: Yeah, I, I think it looks great. Like, visually, it, it looks incredible. Oh, yeah. I think... It, it seems like a good story. Um, no Andy Serkis in this, no. but I think Andy Serkis is, I think, trying to move away from the whole, yeah. you know, being a solely CGI actor, um, obviously moving into direction as as well. Yeah. But no, I, I think it looks great. I'm I'm quite excited for it. I think um, this is one of the best, like, reboots of a franchise, I oh, think, yeah. that, that we've seen. Oh, um,
2: hands down. Hands yeah.
0: down. Yeah, no, I, I think it's good. Uh, I'm I'm excited for it.
2: Uh, the next one, uh, the next movie, I think it's going to be quite influential on uh, on many men. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Fall Guy. Uh, or The yes. Fall Guy. Which is actually an adaptation of a 1980s TV series of the same name. Uh, and also same wow. premise. Um, so yeah, th- this has that. actually been in development for 13 years, by the way. Um, so wow. Los Angeles Times actually uh, reported that it was in production in July 2010. Um, wow. And... Uh, there was going to be, uh, you know, this is this is the 2010s. There's a, there's a couple of actors and a few people are trying to get bigger roles and get a bit, you know, get a name for themselves. And uh, if there's one actor that we know that just loves to try and jump on franchises and take them as his own uh, is your main man, Dwayne Johnson. Now, Dwayne Johnson was actually in talks to play the title role. Um, so, yeah, he wow. was actually going to play Colt. Um, he was actually going to play Colt, which is the name of the stuntman um in the show and also in the movie and yeah he was actually going to, to take on that that title role um I'm kind of glad that didn't happen and I'm actually glad that it's going to be Ryan Gosling yeah. um but on on that a new personality is going to be unlocked uh, when this movie comes yeah. out every every uh, man aged I'd probably say 16 to 25 um you know we're probably all coming out of our you know ken phase right now and, uh, yeah. you know, we're, we're going to be, you know, we're in prime time for a new Ryan Gosling uh, personality mm-hmm. arc. And I think the Guys guy is, uh, is going to be the one. So it yeah. looks like, so the, so premise of the movie then. So there's an A-list star, you know, he's in, he's in a movie. Uh, the movie's directed by uh, Emily Blunt, who plays Colt's um, ex-girlfriend. And Colt is played by Ryan Gosling. Now, premise of the story, the A-list star goes missing. And it is up to Ryan Gosling, aka Colt, to try and find where he's gone. But yeah, we've got Ryan Gosling, Barbie, La La Land, Drive. You know, um, he's in, he's in everything. He's in, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got uh, Emily Blunt, also, you know, in absolutely everything. Uh, I think she's one of the highest-paid actresses in Hollywood. Mm. Uh, you know,
0: rightfully so. She's great.
2: Yeah, I mean, some some of the things that she's been, she's known for, A Quiet Place. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow and Oppenheimer most recently. Uh, but I'm I'm really excited to see Aaron Taylor Johnson in this. Yeah, um I like Aaron Taylor I don't know Johnson. how much he's gonna have in it, uh, but you know, he's well known for kick ass, uh where he actually played kick ass. Uh, Age of Ultron where he was Quicksilver <laughs> and he was also in bullet train, um, where he played either train. Lemon or Tangerine. Uh was it Orange or Tangerine? one of those no, he, he played a fruit a yeah he played a fruit i can not uh, remember which one yeah so he played a deadly he's, fruit he's so good in bullet
0: train yeah he's as, great
2: as deadly movie. fruit with cool mustache is what i i remember him as yeah uh but yeah this movie looks really fun it's ryan Gosling doing some uh kind of uh, jason Bourne shit if you will mm. uh, which is actually a line he says in the movie in the trailer uh i'm really excited for it it looks fun um there's there's a there's a scene in the trailer where they go we're gonna set this guy on fire and he literally stands there he's on fire and he just looks fucking cool uh, so yeah, I'm excited yeah. for this um, what about you what are you what are your thoughts
0: yeah I think it looks good I, I think it looks like just a bit of fun yeah um, and now I'm, I'm excited for it I mean the cast is great the, there's no one in there that I don't enjoy as an of an actor mm. um, so now I'm excited and I'm excited to see all the Ryan Gosling memes. Which is gonna be so probably cute. the thing I look forward to most now. Whenever a new Ryan Gosling project comes out, yeah. Um, but no, I think it looks good. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. I,
2: I'm actually, I'm really excited for it. It looks fun. It looks stupid. Uh, I don't. It's a movie you don't have to think about. You know, there's no. You yeah. don't have to go and watch anything else. You don't have to watch the TV series over the same name. Um, yeah, and that, that's that's penned for release in February next year. So February the twenty 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 four. Put it in your calendar. Uh-huh. Go to the cinema because it is only in cinemas. Uh, go and watch that Great. and enjoy it. Uh, next, another big trailer. Um, we've got two MCU ones. Uh, next, oh, actually, no, we already mm. spoke about one of the MCU ones. So we've only got one more trailer to talk about, actually. Um, so, Echo. So, mm.
0: very exciting.
2: Yeah. So, it looks very much like the old Netflix uh, Marvel TV shows. It looks very dark. It looks very gritty. Um, so this is meant to be coming out in January 2024. So quite quite soon. Uh, and it follows mm. it follows on from the events from Hawkeye. Uh, so it is a, it is a follow on, but um, obviously not that important. If you haven't watched Hawkeye, one go and watch it. Perfect time to go and watch it now. It's coming to Christmas. Yeah. You know, get and watch it. It's it's really good. Um, but yeah. It follows on from that. Um, basically, she moves back to her hometown in Oklahoma, and kind of a, a criminal past catches up with her, and it's up for her to kind of you know get back with her family um and native american roots uh, and stuff like that um obviously in the trailer uh there's a lot of action in it a lot of blood a lot of guts yeah. a lot of gore uh we've got king pin back looking as fucking mm. menacing as ever i mean it literally opens with him beating a guy up you know yeah what's yeah. not to love but it's about. the uh,
0: the first marvel mcu project to be rated 15
2: it is it is it's- I'm really excited for it. It's not something that I thought I was going to be excited for and I was kind of like, when it first came out, I was like, oh, well, here we go. Something we don't know about. But then again, the the, the humble beginnings of the MCU were were, were B-list characters. So um, yeah. this could be really good. Um, so yeah, so the cast, we've got alica Cox, uh, who's playing Maya Lopez or Echo. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio um playing... He's playing, Wilson, he's playing Wilson Fisk, you know? He's playing the big, Ooh. bad, muscle, bald guy. Um, looks freakish like my dad. Um, so I'm just going to pretend <laughs> from here on out in the lore of this podcast, Vincent D'Onofrio is my dad. It's um, your father. It is your father. He my father. Um, so, yeah, we've got Charlie Cox, um, seen briefly in the trailer. You can see him, like, jumping over Very some boxes. Brief, yeah. And I- I'm really interested to see how them two are going to kind of work together. So, yeah, I think this looks really good. Um, it's coming out soon. Uh yeah. I, I I think that's that's all I've got to really to say about that one if I've been honest.
0: Yeah. I I'm really excited for it. Um Daredevil is my favourite superhero. Ooh. Um so get any chance to see Daredevil I'm I'm always gassed for. Is he Charlie well. Cox. Yeah, not in the uh, the mustard no. suit from She Hulk. Which I don't mind it controversially. I quite like the yellow and red suit. Uh, but I think Charlie Cox is great as Daredevil. Um you can say my favourite. And this this looks good. It looks really really good. Uh, obviously, much smaller scale. Yeah. But I I like the small scale stuff. Mm. Um, I'm I'm excited to watch it.
2: Are we going to see more of Charlie Cox being a dog in this one then? Because in She-Hulk he so. was uh, he was eating up the women.
0: He's and always in, been well,
2: a dog. I say just in that. I'm gonna say in all of the series he's ever been in, he's a uh, you know he's a bit of a womanizer. A dog. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously, I was going to talk about the the Marvel trade, but I think we've touched on that enough. I don't think we need to, to, to dive into that anymore, if I'm being honest. So, uh, yeah. should we move it on?
0: Brilliant. Well, Simo, you, you want to get to the title segment of this show, right? Oh,
2: I do. I do want to get to the title section of this, this, this show. Well,
0: then, let's do that. Right after, a quick word <gasps> from this episode's sponsor. Ooh. Now, Simo, you like to look good, don't you?
2: I do. And I can see you look very but, good right now.
0: Well... That's very kind of you. But you also care about the
2: planet, right? I do care about the planet.
0: Well, what if I told you that there was a fantastic new company that has built foundations purely on those two things? Who Clothing is a fantastic new brand, recently launched by two guys from Derbyshire in the UK who have a passion for sustainability, active living, and looking damn good while you do it. Their goal is to craft fantastic products that give back to communities and individuals without being a burden to our planet. Their first product, the Trash Trooper Cap, is fully hand-stitched and made completely from fully recycled and upcycled materials. Who have teamed up with sustainable partner Topiku to make sure that they are actually having a positive impact. And they have committed to driving sustainable environmental, social and economic growth in developing communities across the globe now we don't just promote anything on this show we only promote brands and products that we actually believe in and i can say hands down that this trash trooper cap is genuinely one of the best made and comfiest products that i've used all year i wear a lot of hats i'm a big cap guy and i can say hands down that this is the best looking one in my collection who are really transparent about their business practices and if you'd like to learn more about how they operate ethically and sustainably. Please do check them out on Instagram at Who Official Clothing. That is at H U Official Clothing, and on all other social media platforms at Who Official. Their website is also live now at www.whoofficialclothing.com. That is www.who Head over there, grab yourself a Trash Trooper cap and keep your eyes posted for some maybe potential exciting drops that could be coming in the future. Check them out now and take the first step to making your wardrobe more sustainable for everyone. Thanks again to Who Clothing for sponsoring this episode.
2: So, title segment. Mm. This is the yeah. uh, the big one. I say the big one. It's not. Yeah. We've we've done the big thing of this podcast. It, we just thought we'd put a little mm. uh, something nice in for you. You know? Um, yeah. So we went to see... The dream scenario, yeah.
0: Which we were uh, lucky enough to see it early, yeah. Um, we did it's releasing very soon, depending on when this podcast is aired.
2: Yeah, so
0: um, we'll do spoiler free, yeah. To start with, yeah,
2: let's do spoiler free.
0: Um, mm. do you want to give a quick overview of the plot?
2: Yeah, so basically, everyone's having dreams and everyone keeps mm-hmm. dreaming about Nicolas Cage. Um, mm. so the premise of the movie is Nicolas Cage, an ordinary man. Um, you know, just yeah. going about his everyday business. Nothing special about him whatsoever. But for whatever nope. reason, people just keep dreaming about him. And be that good mm-hmm. dreams, be that bad dreams, be that whatever you want. People just keep dreaming about him. And basically, part of the movie, um, well, quite a bit of the movie, is trying to figure out why that's happening. Um, and they kind of go into different things and stuff like that. And um, I don't think they ever actually answer why it happens. But you know, we, they go yeah. they go into some 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 things about what they kind of mean and stuff like that and i i th- i really enjoyed it nicholas cage is incredible in yeah. this uh michael searer in this he's incredible yes he um you know we've got tim meadows um who was actually the criminal in brooklyn 99 criminal cannibal in brooklyn mm. 99 as well as other things you know he's been Both in of star wars things. as well you know um in the yeah. most recent ahsoka show yeah. um but no, he was brilliant in it. He played, like I think he was kind of like his best friend and like work colleague.
0: Yeah, his, his best friend and boss, Yeah, I think.
2: Um, then we had Dylan Baker, um, who most people will probably know for his portrayal as um, Kirk Connors in Spider-Man's Lizard. Uh, and Sp- well, Spider-Man 2, mm-hmm. is he in 3 as well? I think he's in 3, isn't he? Spider-Man 2 and 3 yeah. of uh, Tobey um, trilogy. And yeah. he, he kind of plays... Um, he's like a bloke that's quite well-known um, and he has these like mm. famous little dinner parties where he brings his friends round and they have like you know just like stereotypical dinner party posh sort of vibes you know yeah um but yeah i i i thought it was really good i really yeah. enjoyed it um nicolas cage is always for, a win for
0: me for me i i think and this might be controversial given some of the big releases but for me i think it's the best movie of the year so far um i think which i know is is it's a big big comment with some of the things that have come out. Um but I think it, it treads so many lines mm. so well. It is like the best of a Black Mirror episode. Yeah. Times by ten. Yeah. Because Nick Cage is in it. Least... <sighs> it is so good. Um and it touches on like a few sort of like socio aspects and stuff mm. and but it's a different premise as well. It's not something I think I've ever seen and I think you see a lot of that, you see the same sort of stories recycled, which isn't necessarily a problem, um, but it is so good. It is funny, uh, I was cry laughing yeah, at it, one it, point it is... for about five minutes, which we'll, we'll touch on in, yeah. in the spoiler part, um, but it's funny, uh, it's emotional, there's some real deep like emotional yeah. story beats where you really feel for the characters, um, and Nick Cage is doing his best, <sighs> Nick Cage. honestly. It's Nick Cage. And again, controversial but i think he at least deserves a nomination at the academy awards for this
2: so i i didn't actually realize that this movie was a comedy when i went in to watch it i mm. didn't know it was a comedy i didn't really look much into the movie or anything like that i did have to, i checked afterwards because we were yeah. laughing loads and i was like i wasn't sure if we were meant to laugh at it or if it, if it was mm. meant to be a serious movie that just became really funny um yeah but no it is actually a comedy uh, it's a comedy drama mm. Uh, it plays off so well. Um, like you were yeah, saying, it's a new. It is brilliant. When you were saying, like obviously, it's treads on new premises. Um, one thing that I kind of thought about. Um, so you know, we've been getting a lot of multiverse movies where you get little snippets yeah. of weird stuff that happens, and you know, there's, there's quite a bit of multiverse fatigue at the moment, and I think this does like a sidestep of doing really, really cool, funny little bits. Yeah. That Without making it a multiverse movie or anything weird like that, it goes into like so. There's there is little scenes um, where there's Nicholas Cage in a dream. Sometimes they're yeah, scary. You see sometimes the they're dreams. See. Yeah, you see in the dreams. Sometimes he's not doing anything. Uh, sometimes he's doing quite a lot. Uh, and it's yeah. uh, there. Are, there's, there's one of them that I'll, I'll, I'll I think it's in the trailer, but I don't. I'll, we'll talk about it in spoilers. It just it it really caught me off guard and just it, it really made me piss myself. I was it was so funny. Yeah. Um, Shall we move into spoilers?
0: Uh yeah, I think just before we do that, I think, like you said the, the, the cast was brilliant. Yeah. Um Nick Cage really is doing his best. Yeah. Um, you know, he is so good. He he plays like the, the perfect nobody. Oh, yeah. I think. And again, I I'm gonna chuck another controversial statement out there. I think Nick Cage in Dream Scenario is doing more and better acting. Than Killian Murphy and Oppenheimer, because Nick Cage is playing a, a a complete different personality to who he is, yeah. and he is doing it, it fantastically, do really well. it even down to like little mannerisms and little like quirks and ticks almost that you see, Yeah. Um, which you see in just like in everyday people. And I don't mean to devalue Killian Murphy and Oppenheimer because he's great, mm. but he's not acting. You know he's probably at fifty percent of of what Nick Cage is,
2: is doing in this. So, with Nick Cage's acted in this, it's that good that you, he just it doesn't look like you you're watching an actor. It looks like they've just got a no. normal person and just gone. Yeah. Here's the script, read this, and then I know that that might sound like a backhanded comment um, by by some people, but it. It just felt like he was acting effortlessly. Yeah,
0: in the in the best of ways.
2: It's just, oh, I mean, it's... if you've been listening to any of these uh, our previous episodes, you know we have a massive hot spot for uh, soft spot, mm. sorry, for Nicolas Cage. Um, yeah, but no, I. Oh, it was so good. I actually really enjoyed it. He was brilliant. Um, I was kind of a bit skeptical. And the the what supporting was cast be, is great. Yeah, it, it caught me massively off guard. The ticks he was saying is actually really good. I completely forgot about that. But he has, yeah, he does have a lot of mannerisms and yeah it, oh, so like, he's
0: doing a, a full performance in, in this
2: go and watch it um, please um yeah honestly yeah.
0: we were skeptical going into it like I say we, we saw it early we didn't really know what to expect um and it, it's the best feeling i've had watching a movie this year and it's like a new release this year
2: it's not that long either it's not ridiculously long um no it's a decent runtime it doesn't feel like it's dragging at any point um it does you said earlier about it and um, about the Black Mirror thing, it is—it does go a bit weird. It does feel like towards the back end of the movie, we are watching a different film to what we started. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's a bad thing or if it's a good thing. I feel like there are some bits that I'll talk about in in spoilers that I just thought were a bit goofy. Um, mm. but I I think the the main premise well, should, of the should movie we get into really spoilers? Yeah, let's get into spoilers. But
0: before we do spoilers, okay. so spoiler alert from here.
2: Also, we need from to do our uh, to watch or not to watch.
0: Ah, oh, you mean to see or not to That's see? That's it,
2: to see or not to see. Okay. That is the question. So,
0: yeah, a quick rundown. Uh, basically, we, we our rating system is to see or not to see. Mm. There's no middle ground. No. Um, there's no good or bad. They're the two categories that we've got. We're going to count down from three. And we're going to say it at the same time. Let us know what you think. Mm. Are you ready, Summer?
2: I'm ready. This might sound terrible when we sync this up, but let's do it.
0: I don't think you will. Three. Two. Two. One. One. To see. To see. Yeah, to see. Absolutely to I see. Think, I think to Movie see. Movie of the year, um, in my opinion.
2: Oh, just quickly on that, the, the to see and not to see and stuff like that. Um, so we, we, we've been talking off air about a little idea for like a kind of like a cool wall that they have in Top Gear for movies or mm. kind of like the, 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 the track um where they have like each act each person gets like a different time and stuff like that um if you and basically what, what we're thinking is maybe having like for movies so we can have a to watch or not to watch and we can have a little board um, and have the movies on and then we could post that up so you lot can see it and you know keep up to date with it um so just, if you have any thoughts on that um mm. email probably us do it annually. post us yeah um just let us know what you think um and we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll crack on with that but yeah spoilers.
0: Spoilers. spoilers from here on out
2: Ba-ba-ba-bing. spoilers that's the
0: spoiler, that's the spoiler alarm. alarm we all know it the spoiler alarm so, is on i have to get one thing out of the way and it is the best scene of the movie i think <laughs> and genuinely <laughs>
2: I've,
0: I've seen a lot of comedies in the oh. cinema and i've never seen an audience react I, oh. to, to, to this scene please tell me it's it, it was scene. incredible it will definitely be sexy. <laughs> I was cry laughing as in tears streaming down my face for five minutes. Um, and, and the premise of the scene is uh, Nicolas Cage's character meets a woman who's been dreaming about him. Um, and her dreams are uh, of a, a sexual nature, if, if you will. Yeah. Um, and she manages to sort of seduce him a little bit into recreating her dream mm. in real life. Uh, and again, you talk about Nick Cage's performance. He does the perfect, like, awkward, like doesn't know what to do with yeah. himself. Like, he he kills the scene. Um, and there is one moment where he's he's leaning in to kiss her, and she's sort of on the precipice. Um, and he he farts out of nervousness. <laughs> and he then experiences a, a, a premature orgasm. We yeah. will say. Yeah and then rounds it off on the re-return with another fart. <laughs> and I'm, I think this is the it first was, time I've said oh. it out loud. It sounds ridiculous, but honestly, the funniest scene I, I've seen in, in a long I, time.
2: I did not think it is perfect. that a fart joke, not just a fart joke, a fart orgasm joke,
0: would yeah.
2: be on my list of like funniest things I've seen in a cinema. Um, but I and, think this movie does it in so many... It it has so many scenes that I think are just very similar to to that where it's yeah. funny, where it's just off the beat and it's just funny. Um, but yeah, yeah you yeah. talk talk on on that scene. So when when we talk mm. about that the dream that she has, um t- I'm talking about Nicolas Cage's incredible acting you don't just see yeah. him playing the awkward man you see flashes of of the dream where he's assertive yeah. in the dream, the dream and he's he is like the man man that she like wants him to be in that moment and he plays mm. it off so well um yeah yeah uh yeah just absolutely it is, incredible. honestly
0: it sounds ridiculously immature and silly but it is incredibly hilarious it is fantastic um, but yeah, some of the other scenes uh, that we see, um, as we touched on in non-spoilers, uh, we see his uh, see a lot of the dream sequences that yeah, he features in. Um, at the start of the movie, uh, he's purely passive. He's yeah. a passive figure mm. um, in people's dreams. And then it seems to be the case of uh, his role in people's dreams alters with his mental state.
2: Yeah, oh yeah.
0: So when he's happy and sedate, he, he's passive in dreams yeah um when he's then angry and frustrated is when he then interacts in the dreams yeah um and then the more that goes on the more sort of uh stressed his character becomes yeah the more uh the the more carnage he creates in dreams basically um and then people turn on him for that yeah so he he's not in control of, of this power or ability whatsoever um but he's basically then sort of chastised for the things that he's doing in mm. people's dreams although it's not him doing it. Um so that then leads into a bit of social commentary on like cancel culture. Yeah. Um which I'll admit did take me out of it a little bit. Yeah, it,
2: it was a bit heavy-handed, wasn't it? Like yeah, and
0: it, a bit on the nose.
2: Yeah, like, I get what they're saying and stuff but like when I'm watching a movie that has a joke about Nicolas Cage premature ejaculating after farting and then farting again i don't mean 20 minutes when you just start talking about cancel culture and like you know like i get that cancel culture has it it has gone like massive and Mm. people get cancelled nowadays for for a lot of different things whether or not that that's rightly so or not not for us to decide but you know yeah i i agree with you on that one on the on the it was a bit heavy-handed but But talking about, like, the... That, that's
0: literally, like, my only criticism yeah. of, of this movie.
2: So, I... The only criticism I've got with the movie, other, well, other than that one, the, the criticism that I personally have with it, is um, when it does start to turn into, like, a weird Black Mirror episode. Um, now, towards mm. the end... So, there's th- little... so little, the last 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah, so... Actually, we'll go back so on, on the start of the movie, you find out that he's, like... He's a professor, isn't he? Like, a sci- he's a scientist. And, like, one of the things Peace. that he's... Uh, one of the big points of it is um, how he came up with this ant intelligence theory where it's like how yeah. ants talk to each other um without like actually saying words and stuff like that. They just like kind of speech each the other yeah, the hive mind. Um and that's kind of what the yeah, premise the of the, the movie is. is the fact that, that he's getting into people's minds through the hive mind and then eventually mm. a company figure out how to harness this uh, with a little gadget that you yeah. wear on your wrist Um, And then people start having adverts and dreams and stuff like that. It's
0: like Facebook in your dreams. Yeah.
2: And yeah, it's the, it's the metaverse. It it, it goes into the metaverse. Um, And I do think that that one, that, that bit then, I don't think it needed to do that. Like it, it just turned into a massive black mirror episode and it didn't need to, it could have just stayed what it was. Uh, and it could have just been a fun movie. I mean, that bit still, still fun. It's still good to watch, but I I don't think it was, I don't think it was needed. Um, no. Oh, but, by God, yeah, Nicolas I mean, Cage does a lot of yeah, Nicolas Cage I mean, in this movie.
0: I want to move away from Nicolas Cage. Can I say
2: two things and on I- Nicolas Cage before we move away from him? Go on. So, one of the fa- one of the best mo- scenes in this movie... So there's two brilliant scenes in this movie that I absolutely love with Nicolas Cage. One of them is where, halfway through the movie, we just get a giant picture of Nicolas Cage... <laughs> For, for quite some time. And it's just yeah. talking about nicholas yeah. It's just well. I'm just Nicholas Cage's face. Which just it, that broke me down in tears because it, it's just the like yeah. out of nowhere we've <laughs> just, got, just got Nick Cage on the screen. But then there's one of his dreams, which like I absolutely loved. Um and it basically Nicholas it's, it's it's his daughter, isn't it? His daughter's on a bed, um, and she just like looks mm-hmm. open to like a dark um like yeah. the doors open and it's just dark, and then all of a sudden Nicholas Cage comes like running in with <laughs> his like ass goofy run. ass face. He's just like grimacing at her, <laughs> her, and he just like it's creepy, and he just like sprints her yeah, like yeah. horror movie. And it was, it, I think it was meant to be creepy and a horror movie vibe, but holy shit, mm. it was funny. <laughs> like, yeah, it was brilliant. It was genuinely so good. But yeah, we'll move on from yeah. Nicholas Cage.
0: Yeah, well, the only reason I want to move on from Nicholas Cage. It's because I want to talk about Michael Sarah.
2: Okay. Oh, brilliant!
0: Uh, he's fantastic in this. Uh, but what I want to speak about specifically is he does the the perfect uh, like millennial yeah. marketing Ooh, yeah. guy. yeah, he does. Um, I mean, I I work as part of like a marketing department. When um, I'm not, oh, but uh, hell. a podcaster. Talk about
2: the real life. Oof.
0: Yeah, some law, <laughs> some law for you there, um, and. i I sort of interact with this sort of thing a lot and he does the perfect impression and there's a lot of like uh like business speak yeah there is like um and i don't know if you see the memes i I get a lot of the memes on like tiktok and instagram where it's like oh we'll circle back or we'll follow the red thread or what's the so what here i generally feel like i was at
2: work during those scenes (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah.
0: And, and they did it it's like the perfect parody of like business speak and like millennials in the workplace it is incredible and he is so good um and another thing i want to point out with this movie the cinematography is fantastic incredible it is so good uh really is fantastic it's brilliant
2: um i'm not gonna lie um i'm kind of sad we we have we've had to move on from nicholas cage just because we can go I just, I just love Nicolas Cage it's okay we're going to talk a bit more Nicolas Cage later on after the movie anyway uh, you may not know it yeah. but Nicolas Cage is coming up again in this in this podcast
1: mm. yeah it's um, in every podcast at this yeah.
2: point I ugh, just really liked it if I'm being honest go and watch it um, go to your local cinema it, it releases the end of this week um, yes unless you're in, unless you are an unlimited member um, with Cineworld mm. then you can watch it early um, yeah but yeah it comes out at the but end of week you can't
0: all the time it's just on um, the one off. Oh, was it? Oh, screening. I thought you could see it. Yeah.
2: Oh. Well, tough luck, well, guys. This isn't we an ad yeah. yeah, we saw it. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> you've not got Although long we to wait. were invited to see it. Yeah, you've not got So, long. We, we cheated a little bit. But, you know, we do that for you, for you guys, yeah. the listener. We will take free cinema tickets, you know. Absolutely. I mean, we don't want to, but we'll do it for you. Because we're selfless Absolutely. like that. We will. Um, mm. Although.
0: If any uh, sort of theatre companies are listening and would like to invite us to more exclusive events, um, we will do it.
2: I'd love to own a cinema, you know. Called Simo Cinema. No. Simple name. Um, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sim-
0: simple owner. <laughs> anyway, <Hey. laughs> any more thoughts on Dream Scenario? Um,
2: great movie. Go and watch it, Nicolas Cage.
0: Mm. Absolutely, yeah. The next segment of the show, Simo, as you know, yes. is Between Two Droids. My favourite so, part of the show. If you're new to the show, we come with a hot take. That might be one of our hot takes. It might be a hot take that one of you guys have sent in. If you would like us to discuss your hot take,
2: hmm.
0: get in touch. Let us know. Now, Simo, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first?
2: Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll let you go first, you know.
0: Okay. Now, mine is uh, very much in the zeitgeist yeah. at the minute, okay. my hot take. Um, I will say, potential spoilers for Spider-Man 2. However, this isn't a story element.
2: Okay, I was going to say, I've, I haven't finished it yet as retirement this recording as well. No. So, uh, and I'm I'm really enjoying so, it. So,
0: my hot take this week. Uh, Miles Morales, yeah. Spider-Man. He gets a new suit at the end of the game, which is, as he describes it, uh, a Miles Morales original.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, I've seen This, uh,
0: this I've suit, seen this. called the Evolved Suit, um, it's come out this week that this is basically just one big ad for Adidas. Uh, Adidas have created this suit um, to sell trainers and gym shoe, uh, gym clothing. Lovely. Um, and this suit has been dragged through the mud. Uh, I've, I've I went to the good people of Reddit um, mm. to get a, a few opinions on it. Uh, Ricky G five five nine said, "You mean the Colgate suit? Give him Miles his own personal origin suit." even though he designed the old one himself in the Miles Morales game, was a nice idea, but it was executed terribly. It actually baffles me that the suit made it out of the concept art phase. The Thickest Robin on Reddit also said, A lot of Insomniac's own suits are dog shit, man. They're all over-designed. The simple look is best. Right Now I'm here today to tell you that my hot take, you are all wrong. To a certain extent. From a certain Now, the point original of view... Evolved suit... The original Evolved suit that you get in-game, the original colourway... Yeah. ...looks bad. Uh, yeah, Ricky G559 summed it up well. It looks like a tube of Colgate. Yeah. Like toothpaste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, Spider-Man 2, uh, a new feature that we haven't had on the other Spider-Man games, is suit styles. Yeah, they're like cool. Like, different colourways. I really like them. The Evolved suit, if you change the colourway... To the black colourway. It looks incredible. I love the cut-off mask. I love the hoodie. And the black and the red and the white features are a typical Miles Morales suit. However, it's a cool, different take. And I love it. The blue one, like the stock one. Yeah. Uh, The words of Thickest Robin. It is dog shit, man. (laughs) However, the black colourway is... Chef's kiss, top of the range, beautiful suit, and I'm here for it. And this suit, way overhated, way overhated, and that is my hot take.
2: So I've I've seen I've seen the suit. Yeah, okay, mm. it's not it's not great. I I, I do like I think yeah. it looks cool. I think some designs are cool. As a Spider-Man suit, eh? I'm not really bothered. You know, fair enough. Um, the thing that makes me laugh on that on the, the thickest Robin's bit is where he's put. Um, a lot of Insomniac suits are dog shit. It's like right, okay. If they didn't yeah, have that's
0: an awful take.
2: If they didn't have the, their own suits in the game, you wouldn't have that many suits to go for, and then you'd moan no. that there isn't that many suits in game. So they have to make. Yeah. They have to make suits. You try and make a Spider-Man suit now that isn't derivative, and yeah. is good. You're gonna struggle because it's gonna yeah, it's yeah. gonna be derivative, and they're like, "Oh, simple suits are the best." Yeah, great, but I don't want I don't want to be collecting twenty five of the same suit. Like the whole point yeah, is exactly. the things you work towards to collect to complete the game. So, yeah, you know, yeah. thickest Robin, fuck off. You, you 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 takes a shit take.
0: Yeah. Um. I, I think this is the first time you've agreed with one of my my takes. Yeah, I I, I agree with you on
2: that one. Um, I, I think it's fine. I have seen the suit. Um, even Thank though you. I've not completed it, All I think it's on your telly. I've just been waiting for validation. The <laughs> and yeah, you got it. I, I should never have agreed to any of your takes. <laughs> Um,
0: I'll uh, I'll send you a photo the, the, of, the, of the black. The suit thickest Robin maybe laugh as fire. well as,
2: as a name. The thickest Robin. Yeah, nice.
0: that's thickest Robin with two C's. With two C's. As well, oh, it's shame it's not a mm. PH
2: at the start as well. You know, for that real fat well, thickest for the real.
0: You can't have it all, can no, you? you?
2: Can't uh, you? Can't have it all. Um, right, I've got some hot takes now. I've got one that I brought wow. here myself. Um, okay. And I've got a quick little one uh, that's been sent in by a listener. Um, so wow. this one's sent in by Liam Besson, um, he sent a message over the other day, mm-hmm. um, and he's basically agreeing on last week's episode uh, that David Tennant is the GOAT Doctor Who. Um, he thinks Whoa. they've got the episodes have got better writing, uh, better stories, and are overall more enjoyable. Um, I'm not going to talk too much about that hot take because we kind of did it last week, mm. um, but I just thought it'd be, so, it'd be I interesting need to, to just
0: put this forward. I need to bite my tongue a little bit on this. Um I'd have a couple of questions for Liam. Yeah. Um one, uh Liam, uh how much of the old Who have you watched? Um are you basing this just off of uh, new Who, sort of post Christopher Eccleston? Um and if that is the case, I would say just go and watch Tom Baker's run. Tom Baker's run is fantastic. And in my opinion, and I think my opinion is right, Tom Baker will always be the GOAT. Not not to devalue David Tennant and not to devalue yourself, Liam. However, I think you, you, well, you're a bit awry on this one.
2: Well, I think that Liam's actually completely hit hit the mark there and I think you're a stupid idiot mm. and you should die. Um, right, so oh. <laughs> the next... No, please don't die because you're my co host on this show and I can't be asked to do the news yeah. segment. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, I know the only reason you've said that is so you don't have to correlate like, news all week.
2: Right, uh, so the say, hot take that I... I'll I've be valued brought. properly one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> i'm never going to pay you properly for your worth right so yeah. the, the the hot take <laughs> the hot take that i've brought here is uh you know i thought i'd bring you know we haven't talked much star wars so i thought i'd bring a little star mm. wars one in and i feel like it's one that's it, it, it's probably going to piss people off if i'm being honest um well, and it's essentially the engagements baby yeah boy <laughs> so basically the last <laughs> jedi I think is extremely hard done by as a movie. I think there is a brilliant okay. movie in there. I think it is mm-hmm. just ruined by the odd little thing. Um, now, one thing, yeah. the one, one of the things There's that I want to, yes, yeah, the, the mum joke at the start, I think is stupid. The bomb dropping in his space, I think, looks kind of cool. Gr- gr- get over mm. yourself. The little bit where he catches the, the little thing, stupid. You know, the detonator. Okay, yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, off. Yeah. That's not happening, is it? Um, but the rest of it, I think, <laughs> is fine. I do. I think it's a good mm. movie. I actually, re- I've, I went back recently and watched it. I really enjoyed it. I think you just need to just watch it as a movie and not be so Star Wars fanny about it. Um, yeah. Now on that, but it's definitely better than the Rise of Skywalker. Oh, loads better. It's, sure. it's actually a really good movie. If you actually look at it as a yeah, movie, yeah. take it out of Star Wars and get rid of some of the the humour and stuff. I think it works mm. really well. I think if they if they la- if they just tone down the humour a little bit in that movie, I think it would be incredible. Um, now yeah. one thing I will say in this movie is uh, that I think is actually more on point than a lot of people th- you know kind of allow it to be now uh, uh, in, in the movie Luke Skywalker is given his father's old lightsaber, it is a lightsaber he has used mm. but it's an old lightsaber mm-hmm. and people hate 3, yeah people hate the fact that he gets it and throws it now I, my my thing on that is why? Why would you do anything different with it? To hit, like Jedi yeah. don't have the whole point is they're not meant to have any attachments to anything. They're not meant to, you know, they're not meant to be hung up on anything physical or anything like that. Uh, and I just think it makes sense for him to just be like, okay, you've given me a lightsaber and just throw it. like He's never met this person. Yeah, yeah. And the first thing she does is just hand him an old lightsaber, and he's just like, all right, like, what, what do I need? What's yeah. this for? Like, I think that's a it's a more on point than what it uh, than what people allow it to be. And I don't think there's anything wrong with showing a scene of him collecting blue milk and drinking it. There, I'm saying it. I'm saying it. No, we, we got the, I like we got that. the origin of it's Han Solo's fucking name. I want to see the origin of blue yeah, milk. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad it's from weird you know?
2: space whales. Then, like, are, and he's living what, organic. Yeah. You know, good for the environment. It's, it's for sustainable. Fork over there. You know. Yeah. No, no, I'd back that.
0: I don't think it's a perfect movie. No. Um, no. But I, I think it is a bit underhated I think it's better than uh,
2: Attack over-hated. of the Clones.
0: Ooh. I've said it. I've said it. It's
2: better than Attack yeah, of the Clones. I don't cl- think I can drop in on that It's not better than Attack of the Clones. I don't think I can drop it's in not, on that one. I, I, I think I, if that's,
0: you heard it here. It was first. a joke. It
2: that's was Simo's a joke. I tried to clickbait. I said clickbait. You listened to it. It was just a joke. I'm just having a bit of fun. I mm. take it back.
0: Sounds like you're backtracking. <laughs> no, no.
2: What happened is I've got a load of nerds outside shouting that I should be killed with Kathleen Kennedy. Mm. Um, you know, those sort of people. But yeah, yeah. That's my hot take.
0: Now, Simo. Yeah. Should we get into the next section of the I show? Think we
2: should get into the next section of the show.
0: Hmm. Which is, of course, what we're watching. Mm,
2: it is what we're watching.
0: Simo, what have you been watching this week?
2: So. Uh, the one thing off the bat that I have been watching is I've been uh, re-watching uh, some of the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. Uh, now, this is mainly because I've been playing the game um, and I kind of, while, wow. I was, while I was ill, I kind of wanted to have a bit of a break from the game um, and I decided to watch uh, Spider-Man 1 mm. and Spider-Man 2. Now, I have always loved those movies. Classics. And They have always be- held a special so place good. in my heart. But re-watching it after, like, when I've grown up, and I've like I know more about Sam Raimi and like his filmography and stuff like that. Even the first one, like I know people always talk about the horror scene with Doc Ock's arms in the hospital, but yeah. I think one of the the one of my favourite scenes now is the one where Spider Man um, chases his what he believes to be his uncle's killer, and he's in that little yeah. warehouse, whatever it is um, near the docks, mm. and sp- it is such a horror movie where. He's like, oh my god, where the hell is he? And like, Spider-Man just keeps popping up and like crawling along. as flying. It is, it, yeah, yeah. And even watching the stuff with Green Goblin, it oh, is I a horror movie. Watch them. It is what what it is a horror movie. Like the as yeah, all the yeah. stuff he puts into it is all. It's not doesn't work the same as a horror movie because it, it, they're not horror. They're not monsters or ghosts or ghouls or the evil dead or anything like that. But mm. it's it, it. just works so well, and I, I really enjoyed yeah. it. Um, but yeah, I've been watching that fair to do the, to do the, to do the game. But then I've also watched the, uh, the first episode of the new invincible series. Mm. Um, I, I really enjoyed it. It was so good. Um, you know, I, 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 I just love seeing JK Simmons and stuff. Uh, and we get, we yeah. get a little bit of J, JK Simmons at the start of that. And with, uh, mm. so spoiler alert for, for that episode, actually uh, at the start, you get a bit of, uh, invincible and his mm. dad, um, you know teaming up a little bit uh and then yeah. and I mean, then
0: i'm sure we'll cover it uh when yeah when the season yeah we'll, we'll, out. we'll do
2: we'll do a we'll full a full thing and then uh i've also mm. be i also watched the other day i, I thought i'd um, i was on the nicholas cage train uh and i kind of thought that i would introduce to my family the movie Willy's wonderland now we'd watched uh five nights at freddy uh, a week ago and I kind of wanted to see how Willy's Wonderland would hold up after watching it um, obviously it's it's a million times better because it's got Nicolas Cage in it but oh my god it's so funny it's a spoof mm, it is a spoof uh, oh, it's brilliant I really enjoyed it uh, what about you what have you been watching
0: yeah uh, so I've been watching a few things uh, I've finished the last se- uh, the latest season of what we do in the shadows mm. um, okay. I touched on it last week so I won't go into detail on it but it is incredible, like criminally underrated TV I need show. To watch it. So funny. Um, I watched the finale of Gen V as well. Um, that was brilliant. I think some of the episodes weren't great compared to the boys, okay. but the boys is such a high standard uh, for it to reach. Yeah. But the finale is great, um, and also sort of connects the universe together a little bit more. But I'm, I'm not going to go into detail. I, I don't spoil it. I
2: think I've seen a spoiler for for that. Hmm.
0: Um, it's good. You should watch yeah, it. I,
2: I'm, I am episode three. Um, oh, you're a bit behind. Am, I'm, I'm a bit behind. I'm a bit behind on a lot of my shows. I haven't finished the next one that you're going to talk about either yet. Um, but I have got some days yes. off work. Um, so I am. I'm going to try and get mm. through them for you guys, the listener. Not for myself. Yeah. For you, because this is all selfless.
0: And the last thing I've been watching um which is uh, coming to an end this week actually as we record it. Um so we will probably touch on it um if not next week, maybe the week after. Yeah. Um and that is Loki. Mm. Um so one episode left at the time of recording. Um I've I've enjoyed it. I don't think it's been as good as season yeah. one. Um and again I'm not gonna go into because we will touch on it. Um but it's it's been good. I'm and I'm excited to see how it ends. And what this means uh, for the MCU going forwards?
2: Yeah, I, I'm excited to see what it is, um, especially since it kind of it goes into the whole um, Jonathan Majors sort of stuff. Like, mm. so yeah, I, I'm interested to see what happens in the next episode, um, and it's also coming out. Absolutely, uh, w- will it kind of tie into to Marvels? Do you reckon? Um, since like the the end, it's finishing as it's going to
0: tie into Marvels.
2: Yeah. Okay. That's fair enough. Yeah,
0: I, I don't think it's gonna tie in. Um, anyway, yeah. So next up, we have some reviews. Mm. Uh, I've got a review here from somebody named Skinosaurus.
2: Skinosaurus. So,
0: yeah, great name. But Skinosaurus says, "Whoa, not a usual podcast listener, but found myself feeling like I was part of the conversation. We'll definitely be listening weekly for all my pop culture news and reviews." Well, thank you, Skinosaurus. We, mm. we appreciate that. We, we try we to do. keep these kind of conversational, so I'm, I'm glad you've said that. Um, now, remember, uh, if you would be so kind as to leave us a review, uh, it's really helpful. It really pushes us up those charts. Um, and this week is the last week that we are running the competition to win a cinema voucher. Uh, in order to be in a chance of winning, all you need to do is to leave a written review on your podcast catcher of choice to be in with a shout. And we will be picking one person from ra- uh, at random to win a £20 or currency equivalent um, for, of a, a cinema voucher. So hopefully yeah. you, you can share our joy um, in experiencing the cinema. Um, and we'll be announcing this in the n- next episode. Uh, so make sure to go ahead and get your reviews yeah. in. Uh, now Simo, is that the show? I think that is the show. I think that is the show. Do you want to tell the people where they can find us?
2: Yes, so you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, any all your so major social medias. You can also message mm, us in on our email at two droids podcast at gmail.com. Now that's the number two droids podcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at the Two Droids mm. Pod. We're on YouTube at the Two Droids Pod. Uh, pretty much everywhere the two droids pod except for our email where we are the two droids podcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. uh, you can find us on reddit um, yeah just send us in any questions any reviews uh, any hot takes you may be having let us know what you're watching let us yeah. know what your thoughts are on the episodes and what you think we should do on our, uh, on our future episodes anything you want us to do there um, but yeah
0: absolutely uh, next week as you said earlier uh, we're going to be talking about the marvels we will be doing a full in-depth review uh, and discussion uh, on that Um, and also any news that breaks between now and then now a big thank you again uh, to who clothing for sponsoring this episode we really appreciate it make sure to go and check them out on all their socials and we will catch you next week see ya